This week, I'm talking to a listener about how to start a web design side hustle without burning out from overworking. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, self-maders, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. You know, the the idea of having a gig where you only work a few hours a week on the side, but still are able to make a decent amount of money sounds really appealing, right? It's like just about everybody that I've talked to, they're like, yes, of course, I would want something like that. And, and that's kind of the lure of the freelance side hustle. You, you go in thinking like, oh, it'll just be a few extra hours a week and I'll be making all all this extra money. But the problem is, is that making good money requires offering like a really good product or service to people, right? You, you can't just give people a, a really bad service and expect them to pay a lot of money for it. And and in order to offer a really good product or service, you, you, it, it takes a decent amount of time to develop that service or that product to, to, to get the systems down, to get the, the quality of what you're delivering down, so on and so forth. And, and this week I had the privilege of talking to a listener who is wanting to start his whole freelance side hustle, but he doesn't have a lot of free time on his hands, right? Like most of you listening out there, you're probably like, amen, that's me. Say it again, Chris. And I totally get that. And the person that I talked to, he's, he worries, like, is he going to burn out just from trying to get the thing off the ground? And so I chatted with him about some potential solutions. It was a good conversation. And I know it's going to benefit a lot of folks out there in the same position as he is. But b- before we dive in, I want to encourage you to sign up for the Web Designer Starter Kit course. It's a free course that I talk about how I went from knowing nothing about design or development to building a freelance side hustle that matched the income of my full-time job, all while being a single dad to three little girls. So yes, I had very limited time on my hands. And if I can do it, then you can do it too. And the Web Designer Starter Kit course is going to help get you started on your journey. So go to selfmadewebdesigner.com join over 2,000 other people who have taken the course along with you and get going on your way. All right. Are you ready to hear about how to build a lucrative side hustle and not burn out from overworking? Okay, let's do it. Um, So basically, like I'm at a point where I'm thinking like um, I want to offer some sort of productized service like website audit because... You know, I hear a lot about, you know, making extra income as a side hustler um, outside of your working full-time job. So I'm a full-time UI designer for a company. Um, and, you know, and obviously that means I've got a limited amount of time in the evenings. Um, and at the same time, obviously I want to do something more as like a nice income top-up. But, you know, um, I don't I don't feel like doing website design work is in de- design and development. In that time left, um, I feel like if I offer that kind of service, I'm just going to like burn out. Like I'm literally just going to be working 24-7 every day. Um, I feel that's too much of a big fulfillment to offer as a side hustle service. So I was just wanted your advice on like, <clears throat> I feel like a smaller offer, something like a website audit, where I'm not doing the, the crazy amount of hours doing the fulfillment work, but just some sort of consultancy, small offer service, is is that viable to do? Is that will that still hold value? 
And is that something that I could potentially do as a, a paid service without doing the actual work of what I'm suggesting? So, and, and this is the beautiful part about, you know, doing web design type work where it's like, there's just so many things that you could do because it stretches and spans into to so many different types of things. Um, so a, a few options and, and, a, and a few things to consider. Um, the, the first thing, you know, with having limited time is like one of the key things you've got to focus on is, is figuring out how to get incredibly efficient with what you're wanting to do. And so that when you say, you know, you've got a VIP day or it's a productized service, it actually doesn't go past, you know, a certain number of hours. And so the way to do that is, um, you know, to, to kind of, it's like practicing for a marathon. If you want to get your time down during the actual marathon, you've got to go and you've got to practice and run and, and train and eat and all that kind of stuff. So it'd it'd be the same kind of thing with what you're doing, just making sure like you're doing some stuff that can ensure that when you, when you jump on that, that time slot that you've given somebody, like you can, you can knock it out. And so, um, you having that experience as a UI designer for your full-time job, obviously that's going to give you a little bit of a head start, um, with those types of things. So, um, so that would be my, my first, um, encouragement is just like, make sure that you've got some really solid systems that you are, um, dialing into now. So to, to the, to the question of, can I do a productized service like consulting or a website audit as a, uh, side hustle. So for sure you can, but there are some challenges there. Um, you know, because a lot of times, um, somebody with, uh, that does a website audit, they'll actually do it as a lead magnet into the bigger product, which is, you know, redoing their website or, or whatever. Um, yeah. and so, you know, consultancy certainly is an option. You, you need to have some clout to your name if, if you're going to do that. Um, and so the way that you, you would do that obviously is, um, by, by, you know, showing your credentials, if you've got any awards, how long you've been a UI designer, some of your past work, right? So, um, and then also taking some of the results that you've gotten from, from your work. So with consultancy, it's all about helping somebody accomplish the results, right? And so if you can show somebody, Hey, I'd I'd love to sit down and, and chat about, you know, your landing page and optimize it for, you know, more conversions or whatever. And if you can show like the last person that I did this for, or for the company that I'm a part of, when I, when I did this for our landing page website, you know, sales increased by 40% over, you know, a three week period, you know, it only took three weeks to put these things into place and then they were able to increase their sales. So, so that, that would be how you would do that. Um, you know, starting from scratch, like if you, if you don't have, if you're just getting started, like if you, if you've got the the business that you've done and as a side hustle and you've got, you know, um, the people who have given you testimonies and you have some of that clout that's already built up, then, then you don't have to work so hard for that. Um, but there, when, when you do things from a consultancy standpoint, there does need to be a little bit of, a you know, proof of concept, right? Right. Like I'm not just some guru who watched YouTube videos and is now going to, you know, 
convey that advice that I found online for free and charge you for it, you know? So, so you'd have to do a little bit of that. Um, and then the only other thing that I would say with that is that the, the next step with consultancy, and I've, I've found this for myself is once you do, you know, like a consultation package and you give somebody a document about how they can improve their website or improve their landing page or whatever it is, the very next logical step for them is, can you do this for me? And so if, if you can't, then what I would say is, um, try to build up a team of folks who either work for you or you're going to hand off referrals to and get a a certain percentage of whatever it is that they make from the, the interaction that they have with the client, because, um, you know, you don't want, you don't necessarily want to consult and be like, good luck. You know, like you want to, you want to consult, and then kind of help them find success. And if that's not you, then, then having somebody that you can, you can defer to for that. And that, that might even be an option, um, you know, a a different type of route with a side hustle is that, um, you know, you become the brains of the operation, but you hire on some people, um, who are able to kind of do the work during the day, you know, so, and then you just kind of check in, um, once a weekend and see how things are progression. You project manage, you're the face, so to speak, to, to the client. Um, so doing it this way, you know, just to kind of set up some expectations for you, the less time you have, obviously the longer it's going to take to, to get going and to see those results. Um, and so I would, I would just prepare for that, you know, not, not that it's wrong, not that it's, it's a bad idea, but just know, like, you're going to like, you know, making small deposits into, um, a fund. Right. And, um, when you make small deposits that, you, you know, the, the returns will come much more slowly over time. They will come. Um, but, but just anticipate it. It'll probably take some time to get going and you'll, you'll dial in how you're doing things and, and what is working and what's worth it and what's not worth it. So it, does all that make sense? Is that helpful? Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. So in terms of like, it, it can be achievable, um, but yeah, it's going to take time to, to develop and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, it does. Yeah. Sort of dialing in these systems over time and that kind of thing and, and just keeping it, the scope very narrow, obviously just like a very narrow kind of uh, scope in terms of what I offer and nothing else on that because obviously it's all to do with my limited amount of time. So that makes sense. You know, it's like I do website audits and that's it, you know, um, because it eradicates any confusion, right? And it doesn't make that I'm not doing any extra work on top of that, that, you know, would lead to burnout, right? Exactly. Another option, rather than specifying um, the type of service that you're offering is just to say, uh, you know, I do VIP days, you know, so, and then I've got one day every two weeks, right? So one Saturday out of every two weeks is going to be your VIP day where you can do anything that the client needs, but it's only in an eight hour window, right? Or a six hour window or however you want to do it. Right. 
Um, so that way you're not, you're not limiting what it is that you're able to offer. You're just limiting the amount of time. So I've started to do that for my own business when, when, um, you know, and typically it's from past clients who are like, Hey, can you add a shop to my website? And they're like, how much would it cost? And so I say, Hey, um, I'm not quoting, you know, projects as a whole. I'm just doing VIP days. This would probably take me about two days. So that, uh, the rate for a two day is this much rate for one day is this much. If I, if the amount of work that it takes to get this finished goes past two days, then we're going to have to redo the process and we're going to have to sign up for another day or another two days. Right. Um, and so that way, you know, there's no, there's no expectation for like, okay, you know, I'm going to work until this is finished. It's like, no, you've got me for this set amount of time. And I can prove to you that I'm going to give you quality products from that time because, you know, look at my past stuff. I've done a website build to complete in a day. Uh, you know, I did a, you know, a complete store online in a day, you know, so you're, you're proving that like a day is enough time for me to get this finished, but you're taking the pressure off of yourself to have to like work every single night of the week in order to actually get us some kind of side hustle going. Yeah, that's fair enough. So you're, you're setting the expectation that you may need to build for more time if you need it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and so that way, you know, it, it brings, um, a lot of clarity, you know, to the client. Cause I, I have found when there is a price tag to a revision, um, clients are, are willing to accept a lot more <laughs> than they would if there's like, Oh, I'll do a revisions until you feel like you're hundred percent happy. And then it's like, I tweak and tweak and tweak. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. you know, I've spent 80 hours on a project that I'm only right. making a couple thousand dollars for. And then it's like, well, this is stupid, you know, um, yeah. versus yeah. if you say like, all right, you get me for eight hours and that eight hours has a $2,000 payment to it. And you set the client up to say like, okay, before we get to this day, I'm going to need all of these things from you, right? Like I need your copy. I need your branding materials. I need any images that you have. I need all the pages that you would like to have on there. Um, I need a layout. I need any type of signups or functionality, right? Like, so they're doing all of that work beforehand versus like, you know, typically in a project that would be in like, you'd have a, um, a, a setup phone call where you talk about what do you need? And okay, well, here's some things I need for you. Get, get me those by next week, you know? And then that way, um, when the day comes, if they don't have those things, it's not on you, right? You can just say, well, yeah. that, that was the expectation. Um, I will get as much done with what you have given me, but it, like, if you want this to be completed, if you want to put these things, you either have to do it yourself or you got to schedule me for another day. So, um, it just, it really helps to, you know, kind of keep you from going over and over in the hours that you're spending on a specific project. And then, you know, you can really compartmentalize your life and your time to, to let it be more realistic for you having a, having a demanding full-time job. Um, and just kind of two final questions here. Um, I know we've hit the 15 minute quota. Um, but just quickly, like, so where do I get started kind of looking for, for clients, um, you know, in what type of places? And also, you know, is, is a website audit something you would typically recommend to people like me who do have a limited amount of time after their full-time job? You know, am I thinking along the right lines in terms of website audit, you know, in terms of an offer that is small enough to, 
to be sustainable. And- so the first question to um, finding clients, what, what I tell folks is um, you need to start with your sphere of influence. So start with um, your network, the people that you know, um, your friends and family. Um, those are going to be your your best places of um, resources for projects, but also your best place for referrals. So not only do you say, do you have a project that I could help you with, but you do you say, hey, I'm, I'm getting this business started. Um, here's what I'm doing. Do you have anybody that you would know that would reach out that I could reach out to and potentially work with? Um, and then you just keep doing that. And if, if nobody in your network or your sphere of influence knows somebody, then you just make more friends, you know, (laughs) like you go out and you meet more people and, and you connect with more people. Um, there are some great opportunities on platforms like Upwork. That's uh, where a lot of my work came from at the very beginning and is still coming from to this day. Um, and so that's another option as well, but, um, that that's kind of how you get the ball rolling. And then in terms of is a website audit, um, a viable option, is that something that people are, are going to pay for? Um, it really depends, you know? And so, um, you're, you're going to have to kind of do a little bit of that research. And the only way to really know if it's going to be something that somebody buys is if somebody buys it. Right. So like yeah. you, you going out and, and pitching and saying, Hey, I'm doing these website audits and you package it in such a way that like, here's everything that you get from it. Right. It's not just me giving you my thoughts about how your website looks or how it performs or whatever. Like, no, you get, um, 10 points of, um, you know, specific things that you can put into place today that will help your website convert more, that will help your website function more, that'll make your users more happy with their experience on your website. Um, you know, and so that way it's, it's, it's packaged in such a way that it it seems like it's, it's worth it. Um, but you know, you might find that man, people just aren't, paying for website audits, you know, like they just, they don't want it. And so then, you know, you take that information and, and you kind of, you take another guess and you might even say like, when you're talking to a client, like, well, what about a website audit? Okay. You're not interested in a website audit. What do you feel like would be really beneficial for you with your website right now? Right? Like what would really help move the needle for, for you? And then you just kind of brainstorm and hear from them, um, as to what they feel like their needs are. And you just kind of expand from there. But there's really no way of knowing until you just go out and and you kind of do it, you know. So that that'd be my encouragement to you is you know, don't think about it too hard. Just just pitch it to somebody and see what they say. Yeah, and just get into like lots of different conversations and you know, themes will start coming up, right? Absolutely. And you know, I I'd say to having a limited amount of time is is certainly okay, but when you're first getting started, uh you need to be just a little bit flexible with that and and kind of prepared to maybe go over the amount of time. You know, for sure you don't want to kill yourself like, you know, there's no yeah, need there's yeah. no need for that, but um it it will it will get easier over time. Like it'll take you less and less time to find clients, it'll take you less and less time to do the work. Um, so just anticipate like the, the, the amount of time investment up front is going to be a lot bigger than the time investment that you're going to have a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. 
Right, because by that point you've got you've got cloud, you've got your systems dialed in. By that point, yeah, starting yeah. a web design business is is literally like pushing a rock up a hill, right? It, there's it's there's a it's really difficult on the front half, but the the back half it's downhill. Like you just right. it, the ball starts rolling and you've got momentum. People just start calling you. You don't have to go out there and find leads. Like it, it's just it it becomes more and more easier. But that that first little bit of like actually getting the the ball up the hill or the rock up the hill or whatever like it's gonna be tough and you're gonna you're gonna feel that pain but it is certainly worth it if you just keep going well um i'll definitely uh keep that in mind (laughs) but uh thanks so much for that advice Pretty helpful. It was so good talking to a, a listener and hopefully giving some good feedback on how to move forward building a side hustle w- without having a lot of free time. And and here's the deal, okay? Freelance side hustles are not any type of get rich quick scheme, okay? They're just not. They they take time. Sometimes they take a lot of time. You know, it's kind of like doing a project on your home where you're renovating stuff. You know, you're like, oh, it'll just take like a couple of weeks and just a few thousand dollars. And then four months later and like 10 grand later, you're like, this isn't anything of what I thought it was going to be like, right? And and that's true of freelancing. And, and from what I have seen, you kind of have two options, right? You can either cram a lot of work at the very beginning and then slow down eventually over time, or you can pace yourself from the get-go. And either way works, but one's going to get you there a lot quicker. And honestly, here's the deal. Building habits steadily but slowly is a lot more sustainable model, right? It's it's like losing weight. If you drop 30 pounds in a month, there's going to be a big chance that it's just going to snap right back, right? I, I, I've done it before and I'm ashamed to say that, right? <laughs> but if you lose like one pound a week or two pounds a week, it, it, it has a much better chance of staying off because you're having to put healthy habits into place just to do it slowly and steadily. So, so lose weight slowly is, is the moral of the story here. <laughs> no. And also don't be afraid to grow your freelance side hustle slowly. Good things take time. I love this thing that I read from somebody that I'm in a group with. It says slow growth is strong growth. So let that be your mantra for anybody out there who's listening and is discouraged at the timeline, wishes you were further along than what you currently are. Okay. Slow growth is strong growth. You don't need to have instant success in order to be truly successful. And to be honest, instant success isn't actual success. More than likely it was luck. And if you got to a place through luck, then that thing can be stolen from you really easily as well. So doing things one step at a time, just keeping it really slow is a very healthy way to grow a freelance side hustle and not burn out at the same time time. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. We've got another awesome episode coming out next week. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the awesome guests that come on and make sure to leave a rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts so that other folks can find the podcast and learn how to become self-made web designers themselves. Until next week, keep working hard and don't forget, if you don't quit, you win.